0: 100 100 100 get you on the screen there yeah 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 ladies and gentlemen take the crown there he is one of my favorites in phoenix arizona i don't have any problems saying that i've been putting you on my list lately and people hate when i say names and make lists because you know and nobody wants to be left off the list right
1: they they never put me on them anyway so
0: yeah when i i put you on them because uh your music uh as an east coast guy that just moved over here four years ago. Uh, You know, your music rings a lot of bells uh, for me, and uh, I'm happy that you came in to sit down. First and foremost, you got a water. Would you like a beer or something? Would you like a fresh water? I got cold water. I got cold beer. Let me get a beer, man. It's been okay. a while.
1: I, I drink a beer. I need one today. Okay. <laughs> it's one of them days. I got it. How you been doing those four, man? I, I watched your interview last night. Yeah, you did. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: This is light, you know, for Saturday morning. This is good. It's light. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice Probably nice Michelob true. Ultra. That's what my wife likes and her white friends. So you found out I was, uh, do you like me the same? You found out I was not light-skinned last night, like some people find out. Yeah,
1: that that was disappointing.
0: I, know, I, was I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> for me, too. For yeah. me, too, when I figured it out. You know, Did it took me a while a to figure it out. When I figured it out. Yeah, I get that a lot. All right. Since I've been in my early 20s, um, I went to college in North Carolina. And to be honest, way back then, Tay, they hadn't really seen white and black people hang out together. So when and and in North Carolina, there's a lot of very light skinned people. Yeah, there's a lot of mixture at some point somewhere. But but the white people don't claim it, you know. So. um, (laughs) So, yeah, when they saw me hanging out with black people a lot, they I I tend to think they just figured I was mixed or somewhat black because sometimes you adapt to your surroundings. I do. I have. I have yeah. people wonder where I come from because of my dialect and they don't think it's right that I come from Richmond, Virginia. See, I thought, you, were, uh,
1: see, they I thought say, you was from the Bay, like Richmond the the Bay. bay oh, yeah.
0: Richmond Bay. Well, that's because I yeah, vibes, I, I know. understand that because I've learned a lot about the Bay since I moved out here from meeting people and hanging out with people from the Bay. And the Bay is its own area. So being that I'm kind of different, I understand how people might think I'm from the Bay. Uh, they let white What's people that? say the n-word and everything up there. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But not, but, but, in not in Richmond, not where I come from. So that's never that's been a like problem. The,
1: that's like a, the real South out there, kind of. Yeah, in oh, it's the, the real Am South, I right? Yeah, oh
0: yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we're the real South. Like we in Richmond, they brought you know we st- the warehouses in the city that are near the river are the same warehouses they brought and stored yeah. people four hundred years ago. I mean the. The, you know, Arizona as a state is only a couple hundred years old or a hundred years old or something. My, the county I grew up in was 400 years old. So. Yeah.
1: That's th- like one of the first colonies, am I right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. In Virginia, you know, we, we, we taught the rest of the country racism. You know, it's yeah. kind of where it landed there and started there and it kind of spread from there, you know, the South, the deep South as well. Uh, sometimes I think the white people in Alabama can be a little worse than the ones in Virginia. You know? A lot of
1: people leave.
0: I've never been to
1: Virginia, but I heard a lot about the racism out there. And a lot of people, yeah. they they leave that part of the states out. They always leave Virginia out. Yeah. I'm like, man, I hear Virginia is like one of the worst like yeah. places, man, for it.
0: Well, you know, it's... um. You know, I'll say it's nice because I grew up around all types of people, people that were wealthy, people that were not didn't have money. I grew up around white people, black people, some Asians, like I've said before, not a lot of Mexicans, but some Puerto Ricans. So I grew up around a bunch of different people. So I think that helped me in my life, yeah. Um, you know, and I was very much addicted to like I talked to last night. Once I found hip hop, I became addicted to it and black culture. So, uh, you know, and I was one of those. There was a time I only dated black women and all that, whatever. Right. You know, I never made it to gold fronts on, on the level of cool white guy. I never made it to gold fronts because that's a super high level for a cool white guy. When you go yeah. to when you go to gold fronts yeah. as a white guy, that's another that's another level. What about braids. I just, braids. Oh, braids. I'll tell you a funny story, Tay, because I feel like you're becoming a friend of mine. Hopefully you are. When I was in high school, there was only like three cool white guys in the whole. This is in the 80s. There was only three cool white guys. Mm-hmm. There was a homie, Kenny Parker, who was, like, the athletic, like, because he was cool. He, he played baseball, and that's how he kind of found his way into hip-hop. You're talking the, about white
1: guys, right? Yeah, white
0: guys. Okay. Yeah, not Kenny Parker with BDP and all that. This is a guy who grew up in my high school. and uh, And so he rapped and everything, but he was real cool with it. He always kept a certain amount of whiteness with his hip hop yeah. if if that makes sense then there was a guy Andy I was in the middle and then there was a guy who tried to go too black named Andy Cox now salute to my homie Andy Cox he tried to cut waves he tried to hard cut waves into his head now when i say he cut circles in his head yeah and I've seen that before. You've seen somebody try that before? I've seen that a lot of he, times. He actually mm-hmm. cut circles in his head. And mind you... Like a beehive in the way. The circles... Kind of, right? Yeah, but it was close... You know, he had like a close Caesar, but then he cut circles in it to try to make it look like yeah. he had waves. Now, this is how white people get confused in hip-hop. Yeah. And he got clowned for it. He learned quickly that was not the way to have waves. Of course. Yeah. And um We
1: get clowned for having fake waves.
0: Right. right. Yeah. And, and, and credit yeah. to him, his circles were very, like, geocentric. His circles were very like mm-hmm. it was it was well done. It was just a terrible idea. You know. Yeah. But enough about my silliness. What's up with Taylor Crown? Where how long where did you grow I don't feel like you grew up in Phoenix. Did you grow up in Phoenix, Arizona? Uh
1: I grew up. My whole life in Arizona. I'm from okay. a small town out here called Surprise. Surprise?
0: Yeah. Okay. I kind of
1: grew up half and half, like Maryville and Surprise.
0: Okay, cool. You know what I, mean? I hear a
1: lot of Maryville. And I hear Surprise, a lot of Surprise. My family's the first black people out there in Surprise. Wow. So they came out here in the 40s and 50s, used to share crop, work for people until they uh got a little bit of money and own their own land out there. So right. We kind of got like a, a nice little square mile area, man. You know,
0: that's an, my family. That's an incredible story. Yeah. yeah. Being the first black, anything, anywhere in America is tough. I didn't want to yeah. get that heavy this early in the interview, but yeah, that's tough, being the first black family. When you grew up, you went to school, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of... yeah, uh Was there other black kids in the school? Out there,
1: yeah. I mean, it was a share crop in town between Mexicans and blacks.
0: Oh, I you see. Know, so it was I always
1: see. that... I mean, I when they... Uh, about, about time I got to, like, towards high school area, it really got, like, you know, what they call it, uh, when all the white people start moving to the neighborhood, uh, what they call it? Gentrification. Yeah, it got gentrified. Like okay, you know what I'm saying. So th- that's what happened. But we still got our original square mile out there with just the original people out are there. So
0: okay, that's, that's good. I yeah. got a
1: stadium. Go. My uncle got a stadium named after him out out there. Uh, uh, spring training stadium. Okay, what you did he what do? Saying? What was his? Oh, he was like the first one out of this town to make it to the majors. He was- oh. OK, he was on the Yankees, the Braves. Baseball. Yeah, OK. Baseball. OK. You know, he kind of came back to the town and got like the, the sports program started. That's and, wonderful. That's a know? great
0: thing. No, that's yeah. a great thing for him to do. Um, and that's a big thing to have in your family. Uh, you know, yeah. that kind of that kind of like stardom in your family, especially, I imagine, coming from Surprise.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a town where everybody thinks it's really all suburbs and it's close to Sun City. Okay. You know, that ain't how how it started out. It was a share crop, uh, crop, hardworking town. Right. Sometimes I come out in the morning and I I just look everywhere around and all I see is like a lot of landscaping trucks. Everybody getting to go to work in the morning. About seventy five percent of landscapers and you know hardworking Hispanic people out there. Mm-hmm. So it still has that vibe, that hardworking vibe. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the houses were handed down to the kids, generation to generation. You know, a lot of land being bought and still kept out there, mm-hmm. it's dope. I like it. Something mm-hmm. brought me back. When I moved from Maryville right back over there for some reason, and I've been there ever since for the past three or four years, you know?
0: That's incredible. I have to add surprise to our list. We've talked to Tombstone and Jerome and Tucson, and so we're making our way around the state talking yeah. to artists, you know. Um What got you, to be honest to me, you know, what What brought me to you was you have such a, I don't know, to be fair, East Coast sound I get that a lot. Uh, I'm sure you do. Um, Coming from Surprise, Arizona, um, how does that happen?
1: Shit, we had a lack of music out here in Arizona. A a lack of music. All all we was pretty much used to was uh, Snoop, Dre, Mm -hmm. Ice Cube. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, you got friends that come from East, different areas of the world, and, you know, they come and bring these things, and you start learning. Like, oh, there's a Wu-Tang Clan out there? I remember I stole... The first time I ever heard, heard Wu-Tang or any other type of music besides West Coast was in high school. I stole a book of CDs out of a locker and it had nothing but East Coast shit. Mm-hmm. I almost threw it away until I put on that Wu-Tang Forever CD. Changed my life since
0: then. Mm.
1: You know what I mean? See, Changed so, my
0: perspective. Just for people out there, good things can come from robbery. It's a good, thing. good things can come from good robbery. Good things can come from robbery. <laughs> it's not all bad. Yeah, Nothing's all right. ever 100% bad. True. Um. I saw you did an interview with a with a uh interview group that was affiliated with the Licks. Oh, uh, yeah, uh the and boom, King T. The Boom
1: Bat Meets G shit radio. The Boom yeah. Bat Meets G King shit. King T Radio, yeah. Yeah,
0: a good name and a good name for someone involved with King T because uh he was always been since his first record, he was always one of my favorites. Mine too. And he always had a bit of um it's 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 one. It's interesting that you say that because when I think, um, he always had a bit of an East Coast flavor with his music, at least until the Dre record. And um, you know, similar to you, and 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 you, to me, you would have fit right in with the licks if it were. It's funny that you talk about the licks because I got a couple songs coming
1: out with them. Uh, I've been. I've been in cahoots with them lately. J. Rowan
0: Tash. J. Rowan. Fuck out
1: of here. Really? Yeah, J. Rowan That's T- big Tash news. I love to guy. hear
0: it. I love to hear it. And I know we can talk about, you know, you got some nice collaborations already. We'll get into that. But, uh, I just think that's a perfect fit for you. Like, if, if they. Tash come, is my guy. If like, they were, man. if they were rolling, rolling, I don't know what they're doing, what they're not doing. I don't want to disrespect. But if they were still rolling as hard as they did at one point, I feel like you would have been the next. You could, you could have been like the next generation of the Licks. Bro, like.
1: I studied Tash's stage performance, man, to this day. You know, I tell him that Crazy too. good, you know crazy I mean?
0: great, crazy incredible lyricist and artist. that doesn't they get his just, just due. I think he gets looked over a lot. Um, yeah, he
1: does, man. Uh, because he was just one of those groups, man. Yeah. Super group. Great make.
0: music. like the Beat Nuts. Great music. Um, they're the West Coast Beat Nuts. The West I mean, Coast Beat <laughs> Nuts. That's a good way. way to put it. And, yeah. and the DJ with his production and just, uh, I man, I just love, love their first two records. The third and fourth one, a little bit, but the first two records just hit me at a time in my life. So I'm a big, I'm a big. Uh, they still I'm sharp too, man. I, I, Smart, I don't doubt it. They still sharp. J still it. sharp. I don't J-O's doubt, still it. Sharp. I don't J-O's doubt J-O's it at still all. Sharp, man. They, you know, they were the epitome of a group to where their styles just meshed with each other, and the production and everything just as a package just was incredible yep. and great. And uh, I really dug them. And I know for them it was probably hard being a West Coast artist, not on the G funk, you know, because they were yeah. in the heat of the moment of the G funk and weren't G funk, and uh,
1: they always try to label. When you come from the West, that's what they want to label you. Always, and they always want to put you in the G funk category. Yeah. Just me too, man. Like producers, man, I, I hate when they do that. They just send me nothing but West Coast slaps, and I'm right. like, this ain't my style, really. But, right, you know,
0: right. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, yeah. I mean, you, your records lately, I, um, Jewelry and um. The kuma, Kumite, Kumite, Kumite. The jewelry, the jewelry and Kumite, man. They're my favorite records. And Jewelry was one of my favorite records in 2020, man. I just played Thank it every week almost, just because. A lot of times I get uh, amped up on a caffeine pill or a Red Bull and smoke a little weed, and that's what I do to get amped for the show. And certain records just hit my heart when I'm playing. You broke
1: that record. You're the first one to break it.
0: Man. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate After you, you did, saying it.
1: It seemed like people started following. It
0: okay well that's a that that means a lot to me thank you for saying that thank you for saying that um and i've been you know i've been trying to turn all my east coast family onto your music because i don't (laughs) think they would understand something like your music coming out of arizona unless they heard it for themselves yeah and I, i think arizona is a mystery at least it was until I moved here. I think to a lot of people that, especially on the East coast that are far away, Arizona is a bit of a mystery. You don't know what's going on over here yeah. because it, and, and to, and to there, to, to that point, it is very diverse. There's people like you, people like Yo Westwood, who's very G funk, very West West. You have the Northern California sound. Mm-hmm. You have South Park Mexican influence artists like AVD and the, and, uh, Hispanic or,
1: well, you know, I feel like that's part of my shock value. I like showing up to the spot, Dickies and Chucks in. And when I grab that mic, it come out a different way than right. what people expect. Right. I can see the, the looks on people's faces when I come out with it. And that, I think that's the best part about it to me. man.
0: You know? I'm sure you stand out because of that. People remember yeah. you. Yeah. And you have a distinctive look. Um, has anybody ever accused you of looking like Master P's brother? No, nah, but they said that
1: fool looked like me. <laughs>
0: The one that can't rhyme. I hate to even mention his name and say you look like him. Silk, Silk, Silk Shaka. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I didn't got
1: Silk corrupt Will Smith. I didn't got every light skinned brother in the book. Probably, man.
0: Well, no, Will Smith, I
1: ain't never got no silk, Will, I was
0: going to say, Will Smith, I might take as a compliment. You know, when an asshole calls you Silk the Shocker, that might be fighting words. I don't know. but Yeah, uh,
1: Silk uh,
0: is I still hope paid. Master Fee did fine. They doing all right. They got, um, that, they actually, I don't want to break any news, but there might be some advertisements <laughs> coming from that team, coming to Respect the Underground soon. Yeah, um, me. You know, because they're taking over everything, ramen noodles and everything. Yeah, right. I got everything.
1: some of his noodles and chips at the house right now.
0: So, you mentioned you, you were listening, you listened to King T, the Licks. Um, you found that at a certain point, you, the people of Surprise in that area got turned on to some different kinds of hip hop. Who do you like in this? Who do you like? Do you live in Phoenix now? Or do you still live in Surprise? Oh, no, I Forever, I'm going to live in Surprise. You, you just, you just go yeah. stay there. Yeah, yeah. That's good. It's good. I like the representation. Uh, Bruce is real big about representing East Mesa, and I live in Mesa. So, he, he's real big about representing Mesa. I don't think he lives in East Mesa. I do. I, I misspoke. But anyway, who is um in the of Arizona artists who shines who who stands out to you?
1: Uh, to me, first and foremost, let me see. I would have to give Deli and De La Prime. They just do. You know, those are I my. agree. Those are my peoples right there, man. Uh, let me see who else,
0: man. Uh, shit, there's a gumbo pot of
1: Man, I got. There's OG Bobby Negro. I
0: um, do okay. you ever
1: heard of him. Dope. dope I've heard dope the name.
0: Parties. I haven't got his music yet. I need to get up on Bobby.
1: Dope uh, I'm just going to call
0: him Bobby if it's all right with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're comfortable. We with don't want to take any
0: chances. <laughs> we don't, I'm trying to preserve my good name. You know, I've been 50 years and, uh, you know, that's not my bag. So I'm right, trying to preserve right. my good name. Right. But who else? Don't let me cut you um, off, my craziness.
1: There's some white boys out there. Uh, the Calistro camp. You ever heard Calistro Records?
0: Nah, you I'll need check to look them out. Them up, man, They're, are they on your dope. side of town?
1: Are they, they, out are they, here. they, they out okay. here? Okay, okay. Mason Graves, uh, man, it,
0: they got a whole clicker catch, man. Grim Moses, Maze, Overlate. Did you grow up? Did you? when growing up? Did you hang out with white boys and Mexicans, or uh, who, what was your circ- uh, what was your circle like? I'm a neutral guy, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I hung out with everybody. I get along with everybody. You know what I'm okay. saying? So okay.
0: That's, okay. That's good. That's good. Um, How did you get connected with, with the beat maker, Jake? Jake Lockley? Yeah, Jake Lockley. Oh, man, he called me one day drunk. Never met him before.
1: He said, look, I might be a little tipsy, but I love your music. I've been trying to get the courage up to talk to you. Here I am. Let me send you some beats. Send them. And he sent
0: uh the Kumite. And I
1: was like, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna get yeah. to it. Yeah, good. You know I mean, that's
0: a crazy way to int- be introduced to a producer. That's brand new, yeah. you know. But it's, it's, it shows respect that he, um uh, he had enough respect for your craft that he, he, you know, he, he, he wanted Dude's to approach like you the that, right man. way. He didn't know, he didn't know how to approach you, you know, because, you know, he didn't know you, but he wanted to work with you. That's very interesting, you know. Yo,
1: he, when you, okay, now, when you
0: just. Not social him, media? He didn't, like, uh.
1: No, he hit me through Messenger. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but, okay. I would rather talk about producers than other artists, though, because okay, let's talk about producers. Who did jewelry? Jewelry, uh, Verb from Arizona, another guy that you probably don't hear about.
0: No, I want to know these names. I want to know these people. Verb, I work with Verb or Verb, Verb,
1: Verb. Verb. Okay, Verb, Arizona, Verb from Arizona, the whole whole name. name. Okay, one, one name. Because
0: I love that track. I want to find him just so I can tell him how much I love that record. Oh, he's dope. He's dope. You know what I mean? I like working. How hard is it to find? How hard is it to find? producers for your type of music. Uh I mean I guess not that hard they get drunk and call you but but uh, shout out to Jake. I know Jake's watching the show.
1: <laughs> he show sure is. Is Jake <laughs>
0: your go-to white boy now? Is he the latest? And who's your go-to? I ask everybody that. Who is your go-to white boy? My go-to white boy right now is
1: Jake. Yeah, I got a homie. I got a couple of white homies, man. That that's good. You can go shout tos, them out man. if you want. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: if not, it's okay. But you gotta have go-to. I believe got everybody to all needs all my a, white homies. You know who you are. Everybody needs a go-to <laughs> white homie. White you shit. know. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. I've been the go-to white homie before, so that's why I asked. You ever heard of ATM the professional? Mm. Some about that Sounds familiar But no, nah, I don't think so
1: He produced the whole album uh, EBT I had last year
0: Okay you know, So I need to get into that He I got me heard started
1: him. He got me started To be honest you know Okay he,
0: he, Well that's a big deal
1: He showed me a lot ATM Yeah ATM the professional He you worked s- for everybody So
0: you got started A year or two ago Is that what you're saying about,
1: Yeah a couple years ago Like
0: doing this shit Like for real About a couple years ago What What, what made that decision For you to kind of Take it serious Cause you, I know you rapped Before that Because you rapped too well to Well just, I used to do poetry
1: Back in the day, I have a, a poem published in the National Library Book of Poetry out of high school. Okay.
0: And I was That's trying to big. find a
1: different way. You know, homies, you know, I'm from the streets too. You know what right. I'm saying? So a lot of the homies wasn't, they wasn't hearing that poetry They don't shit. click
0: the fingers. They don't they don't respect it. Even, no, with, deaf,
1: even with Deaf Poetry Jam, they still don't get you it. Know, I had a verse where I said something like, you know, the homie wouldn't hit me. I had to put it on stereo. Like, I had to rap. For you, you know, right. to get my point across, for you to relate to me in some kind of way. You know what I mean? If that's what I got to do, that's that's what I have to do. And that's how I kind of started. You know, besides okay. people telling me every now and then I'm dope and I wanted to get doper. I know I was cool with these words. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to put it in a fashion to where everybody can understand it around me, around my surroundings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it always began. but. You know, now it came to this: it's a career. I stopped everything I'm doing. I don't work no more. This is what I do to survive. That's a big Straight step.
0: Up. That's a big step. Scary step. Yeah, it's a scary step. How's it going?
1: Great. Okay. Is better than that. You, you I still, ever shi- shi- you still be. shining.
0: Glasses are crisp. The, yeah, yeah. The teeth and the, and the neck <laughs> is still bling. So yeah,
1: man. You just got to keep your networks going, man. Stay on your job every okay. day, all day.
0: Because especially in COVID, you know, it's a tough time for people. Because it live was the best.
1: I felt like oh,
0: okay. Speak despite on it. All Speak on the it. Speak people-
1: and all the things that are going on with the deaths. I lost a lot of great people in my life. A lot of great people. Yeah. But as far as financially, like people are at home sitting in front of their phones and computers and they're working from home. Yeah. I feel like just my music is being heard a little bit more. My numbers went up. Money went up. Yeah.
0: That's, Good. That's all right. Congratulations. You know, we well, you know everybody has said that this thing is. Very bad for some, and it's been good for others. So, you know, I guess you just got to like accept the, the blessings. I
1: don't like the people dying, man. That, it's hard to I lost accept a that. a lot of good people yeah. out there. That shit hurts. I
0: agree. It's hard to accept that Anytime people pass. It's hard to accept that.
1: Rest in peace, uh, Diesel and uh, Daniel. That's what's
0: up. Right up. Yeah, especially, yeah, Daniel. Uncle Daniel. Rudy. Damn. Well, you know, RIP, rest in peace, rest mm-hmm. in power for all of us. Everybody's been negatively affected by COVID, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your take on? Uh, you think COVID is man made? You think it's just a flu came from a bat? What do you think? I think. Uh, you a conspiracy guy? You believe in any conspiracy? I'm a big conspiracy Something guy. Some told me you might be. But, told me. You think, I the, think, earth, you think the earth up. is flat?
1: Nah.
0: <laughs> Earth's not flat. You don't go that far, huh? I think it's brown, man. It's, it's, what about uh, so cool. Epstein? Epstein killed himself? Hell yeah. Himself. you know what he did epstein killed himself
1: he killed himself i think he killed himself because that's a that, bigger you know that information was killing him that's it's wild him.
0: it's wild that at this point that's a bigger conspiracy than him being killed by somebody else mm-hmm. if you really truly think that he killed himself because everybody went the other way that you know he yeah. was you know so
1: but i just felt like the information he was holding
0: got to him man
1: he was, shit what can you do when you are in the pen
0: yeah i don't know yeah, it's <laughs> tough yeah they have a lot of doctors that said that he, that he bro- they broke Stuff in his neck that he couldn't have broke on his own, well, yeah, there's some evidence to that
1: yeah. maybe somebody in the pen
0: you know yeah, yeah, they think well, you know they this is one of those conspiracies that even a lot of people that don't believe in conspiracies can believe in because you know they um you know I don't want to get into it, but if you look into the details they they put him into this uh they put him into the cell with this massive man that had been known to kill people, you know, and uh, uh, is this
1: the story when the told me to do it if he said something like that. Like uh, you said something like God told me to kill him or something, or I
0: don't know. I don't know. I never heard any. Oh no, that was the I never Kelly heard, guy. Yeah, that was, that was R R Kelly, Kelly guy. guy. I never heard <laughs> any of the details. But anyway, so so I'm trying to zero you in on your conspiracy. So the Earth's not the Earth's not flat. The Earth's round. Jeffrey uh, might have killed himself. But he might not. He might not. You'll give us that, okay? Right. Jeffrey might not have killed himself. Whatever. Uh, I mean, you know, I you know, I don't know. There's I I believe so. I would. Do you think we went to the moon? Nah, my grandmother didn't either. Your grandmother never thought we went to the moon. Nah, nah. It was kind of weird that that, to think that because their story is, their story is that they were actually sending video footage from the moon live. Back to the earth in 1969. Has anybody ever peeped that? Like, how did that happen? Like,
1: I don't know. They had FaceTime back then? I don't
0: know. Like, from the moon? Like, you can't. Nowadays, you can't. Sometimes I can't even get a FaceTime back to Virginia right. But yet they had video footage live from the moon. I don't know. You know.
1: Um, my grandmother, she put a plan. Give simple. me her perspective. She, she put a plan and simple. I asked her when I was little, when we were studying it, she said, uh, You think somebody can get that close to God?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> Plain and simple. I was like, yeah.
1: You know what? I don't think so.
0: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about uh, simulation? God's plan or simulation? We're living in. That's a tough one, especially if you're raised Christian. I'm not a. i am
1: was... not uh, I was raised Christian, but I'm grown down, and yeah, you, know, you kind I'm of
0: strayed a, away from it. I get
1: it. Uh, I'm not a Christian. I'm i uh, I'm a religious person, but I'm not religious. But I'm holy.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Spiritual. Uh, some so I'm people spiritual. say spiritual. Yeah, yeah. uh, I believe in a higher power. I believe everything is a higher power's plan. Yes, I do. Okay. I believe that this is already made up. This is what we're already supposed to do, in a way, right. man. You, I believe you, this. I'm gonna put it like this. I believe that this is choose your adventure. Yeah. You ever read them books?
0: Yeah. Choose, go yeah. to
1: page fifty six if you want to do this. Right. 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 I right, believe right, that's right. exactly what it is.
0: Sure. Sometimes and it's already that's what planned it feels out. Like. If you
1: go this way, and it's if you go this way, it's already planned out. Either once way. you
0: make certain choices, yeah, yeah, yeah I can understand that, and it seems like that. Uh, I, I don't know. It could be God's plan or simulation, but I know you're not supposed to leave early. You're supposed to finish the game. I get the feeling yeah, you're supposed right. to stay and finish the game, whatever yeah, that right. is. You know? We still, we here for truth. Yeah. I mean, every day of our
1: lives, we're supposed to be in search of truth, I believe.
0: Man. I got so high one night, Tay, I had a dream that I figured everything out, like how it works on the other side, why people come here, why people have harder lives than other people. But I had in my dream of this dream, uh, I had the feeling that if I started telling people, it would break the rules of the game. So then, like, that's when people got to die. Like, when you start, like, if you figure the game out and you start telling people, you got to go. You're coming out the game. So yeah. I want to stay a while longer. So I'm not telling anybody tell the details. Again, yeah, man. I'm trying to stay. You know, I get real high and I think about crazy things. That's I'll what I like too, to man. do. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, is it quiet out there in surprise? Is it, uh, is yeah, it peaceful? Not on my street. Man. Oh, y'all rocking. Y'all rocking. Is it, is it mainly your family that lives in that square mile or is it yeah, just? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mostly my
1: family, but it's most everybody else that we grew up with. Right, we, right. We all know each other. Just tight. Know? Even
0: if so, not family, yeah. you're just tight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We all like next to kin. It's a beautiful bunks, thing. Homies, you know? I
0: talked to some of the, uh, white rappers and Mexican rappers about how it is when you first tell your friends and family that you're going to pursue rapping seriously. How was it for you when you, Told your friends and family. Um, sometimes family can be like, you know, you should get a job. Like you should, you know. Yeah. Like, or sometimes friends kind of friends can be weird about calling you your rap name or something like that. Yeah. You know. So wh- what was your experience when you told everybody or let everybody know you were going to start pursuing this seriously? I can give you uh, two different
1: time frames. When I okay. first started, everybody was like, "Yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 everybody raps." <laughs> Fast forward to. When I get out the penitentiary seven years later, you shouldn't do nothing else but rap. you going to make it. I can tell. My lady, she, uh, I thank God for her. She told me, drop everything and rap. I, I, I'll back us up if it all falls down, but mm-hmm. pursue this 100%. Wow. And that's the only reason why I honestly did it. Cause I'm like, maybe if she's telling me this, maybe this shit is real.
0: That's rare. You find a woman that supportive. We were talking earlier about your woman being supportive of creative people. Yeah. Or your or, it, it, women, man, it doesn't matter when you you're a creative person. Important. When you when you have a relationship, man. it's so important for that relationship to be supportive of your creativity, and or or else it's just hard. Yeah, because yeah. the lady
1: I had before I went to the penitentiary, and Tell I said I want to rap. Yeah. She laughed. No, that's that's wack. That's wackest shit I didn't heard. Like. Yeah.
0: You a gangster, you, you know? Right. Why would she you would do rather, all this She'd shit? rather you stay in the street. Yeah, that shit is like funny. That sounds like power. Like Kid what's shit. It, what's his ghost's wife wanted him? To, didn't want him to fly straight. Want him yep. to stay in the street. Yep. Um. What? Yeah. Uh. You don't have to if you don't mind. You, you mm-hmm. did seven years. No, I didn't do no damn seven years. Oh, I did
1: two and a half years. I am oh, just okay. saying that was like the time. Oh, frame. seven
0: years later you came back. I got you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, how was your experience inside? Uh. It was very
1: boring. It was a waste of time, but it was the best thing that probably happened to me at that time. I, I needed to sit my ass down somewhere and that was probably the only way it was going to happen at that time. You Did you, you rap a lot in there? Did you write at all? I started, I, I wrote every day. I started rapping. I honed my skills in there. When I, when I got out, I, I, I got out running. I, with my feet on the ground, ready to go. With did you shit. did you
0: battle any other guys? Any other every Friday, ba- ba- I, I created oh, every little,
1: Friday. Y'all battle every rap? Friday, I created a platform in there, Freestyle Fridays, where you get all everybody into that raps.
0: Oh, you made a you show? Know? You promoted a show, kind of, year, right? it, it was, yeah. yeah, kind of. I mean, for, for the standard of what you had yeah. to work with, uh, it sounds like you did a good job with that. But my, my only references through movies and books. I've never even done a night in lockup. So, like my vision has always been from house party, from kid and play yeah. that that's why I've always freestyled <laughs> that's why I became such a good freestyler because back when I was selling weed, I figured I might go to jail one day. I did get yeah. a ticket for sell for having weed, but I didn't go to jail over it um but point being, I said, man, that's all i've got i'm not I'm not muslim I'm not black i don't I can't join the Aryan nation, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna have to rap really good like kid in the movie to keep to keep people up off me, you
1: know in jail. Like white people weren't even allowed to rap. Wow, they weren't. I wow. had I had a guy that I was teaching. I was teaching him how to write bars in there. Okay, secretly he would have to do this with me. Like, right, you know. I would teach wow, him how to that's bars game. I never shit. heard
0: that. So there's definitely they even watch BET. There's bro. definitely discrimination against uh, wh- white rappers in jail. It, it's it's. Weird. Or they have to rap with they themselves.
1: Don't want, they don't want you to do black things.
0: Oh, you can do whatever you
1: want. I don't want you to do black things. That's their Oh philosophy. shit. We don't, that, we don't want you to do Mexican I'm things. I'm glad I'm a civilian
0: cuz I can't fucking go to jail. How
1: am I going to go to jail right now? <laughs> I, I don't I'm glad I'm a civilian. Yeah, but you man. got the you got the rebels in there that some white people just don't give a goddamn like my well, shit. Would well, you grew have up to up fight that, that,
0: that do you have to fight to rap? Like you you're if you start rapping you're probably going to have to fight somebody. It oh, sounds for like for white
1: guy? Yeah. You are probably going to have to fight every day. <laughs> Like, if you deal with, if you have braids in your hair, if you have a line, I, I, this is the craziest shit I've seen. They didn't let them get lineups. Like, they, <laughs> they
0: can't didn't get let no them get line-ups? Up. Line you yeah. can't get a proper haircut because it's too black. Yeah, Man, this sounds black. like Glen Allen, Virginia, where I grew up. Shout out to Glen Allen. You don't get hey, that up. This is a very racist state, though, too. Yeah. So, so you think maybe it's because I've heard jail can be different state to state. Florida, yeah, you know, New York, everybody's kind of got a little different rules. Everybody plays the rules different. Sometimes white people are more integrated than others. I really others. don't
1: know. I, I thought everywhere around was very racial, like how the system is out here. It's easy to I, think I came to here. find out Utah's different, Colorado's different. Okay. Like some. You can get in the cell with a white guy, be housed with him. Like in prison out here, Nah, you got to, they put you automatically with your race.
0: Right. Oh, so the state does that. You don't even have the choice or the opportunity. That's just, that's the way they want to handle
1: you. With me, they were confused because I'm mixed. I'm half black and half Mexican. Yeah, what the fuck? And my last name is Garcia. How
0: do they handle that? Yeah, I know.
1: That fuck nigga's up too. You know what I'm saying? I have to to tell them. You know what I'm saying? After Cause I went in there with like, you know, I cut all my well, hair. Off. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, but when it's that, when it's that, like, you know, when a white guy can't even rap and get an edge up. And I assume like a black guy can't enjoy a taco in public. Like, how do you handle being actually half Mexican and half black? You, you, uh, you
1: either choose a side to be honest with you. So okay? you
0: just went black and they were like, you black enough. We let if it go. I grew
1: up with Mexicans my whole life. Like my whole family, Mexican. I'm, I would have chose Mexican. You know, it right. would be only natural. Did you grow
0: up with the black side of the family? Is that yeah? Okay. I grew up with
1: all black. Okay. What I'm
0: was your your father black? i My, I'm just my dad's Mexican. Your dad's my Mexican. Dad, my
1: mom's black. Your mom's black.
0: Saying. Okay. What um? Have you ever dated a, a Latin woman? Oh yeah, I got Latin kids. Oh, you got Latin kids. Yeah, I, yeah I What's got it, got it like? Kids. Because you know, like I said, it's it crazy. Is, no, well, well, I was gonna say I was. You know, I grew up on the East Coast. We had Filipinos and Puerto Ricans, and we had a girl that was Filipino who said she was Puerto Rican because it wasn't cool to be Filipino back then. Uh-huh. Um, but we didn't have any real Latin. We didn't have a big we didn't have a lot of Puerto Rican women. And we didn't have a large pers- any Latin women, really. So I, and I, I interracially dated. I know what it's like to be approached by a black woman. I know what it's like to be approached by a white woman. Uh, but just my curiosity as a married man, I love my wife. She's the only vagina I will ever be with she the rest it? of my life. No, she's a white woman. Okay. Uh, there was a time when a, a white woman could only tap the shoulder of a black woman to get her attention for me. But that was back when I had jungle fever. Like I told him last night on the radio... You know, dating black women only is so 80s. That's so spikely, do the right thing. That's so back then, like in the 90s, me and the brothers, we started dating white girls and we never looked back. And then, you know, we got money. We got white girls. That's what we did. You know, that's what we do. So going forward, what is it like to be approached to be. uh by a Latin woman. What is it approach when a when a when a when a Latin woman has you in her eyesight and she's getting ready to make sure and she wants it to go down? What is it like as opposed to? I know what it's like when a white woman wants you, and I know what it's like when a black woman comes after you. What is it like when a Latin woman comes after you?
1: In my experience, is more uh more flirtatious in the beginning. It's more kind of like sh- recognizing that they recognize you and a little playfulness. Versus like a black woman?
0: Are they more open? I feel like black women were more open. They would let it be known they liked me. White
1: women oh, were yeah. more reserved. I black had to kind of was, figure it out. A black woman will holler at you. Right. So
0: a black woman. Right, ooh, what's yes. your name? Yes. Ooh, yes. you kind of cute. Yes. A Mexican woman saying, wants yes. you
1: to see her first, kind of. like Oh, okay. Like, like I want you to see that I'm bad. And, you know, we're going to play this game for a little while. Then, you know.
0: Did Some you, the
1: ones of my experience
0: the one the woman you have the kids with you mentioned you have uh, mixed kids I and mean, you mentioned you're mixed. but before you uh, did you have to brush up on your Spanish before you went to her family cookout like how was it to my to my past uh, well you yeah girlfriend? I was gonna say yeah. when you when you're when you're dating when you ta- your individual when you take the crown or or dating a woman of Latin descent however you want to say it. Do is there problems with her uncles or her brothers and shit? Is Hell yeah. <laughs> Straight up and down. I
1: thought it might be. All I'm top, just turning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, because they shit, man.
0: How far, How is it, Did you <laughs> in jail or with them, how much did you have to explain that you're half Mexican? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I didn't
1: explain shit to them. It was just you accept me or not. You yeah, know okay. Mean, kind was, of the same way in jail. It
0: was, right, right. You
1: know, they didn't even, you know, they help you in jail. They help you with your bedding. Your people come to you. Yeah. I, both sides were looking like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It? Who? Yeah. Who? I don't, don't know who he, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, that that's such a down moment for me. I feel like I would go to jail the first day and there you got, you know, Aaron the Aryan on this side and you got Brother Shaheem on this side or maybe the Puerto Rican or Latin Kings or whatever on this side. And they just looking at me and I just have to, I would just have to look down and be so disappointed and be like, nah, I'm I'm. I'm with Aaron and them,
1: but brothers, what they they they're gonna
0: like they eventually
1: approach me. They know I'm black, you know. Right, they, right. they just want to see where I'm gonna fill in that. Sure, know, that's
0: how I feel like, man. Because you know, at first I just would have thought you were a light skinned black guy. I would have yeah. never known you had the, the mixed heritage. Um, yeah. but then you know, I'm like a product of Arizona
1: for real, man. Yeah, I mean, what's an Arizona without some kind of Mexican in your blood? Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> that's. Talk.
0: I mean, hey, you know, that's you know, to a lot of people, they want to see the native uh perspective and, and, and Mexican perspective represented uh first here. They or people, you know, I feel like they want to see it represented, not forgotten about, while mm-hmm. everybody else is represented, which is I fair, which is true. No, yeah, can't. you know, I mean anyway, I'm catching up to speed. You know, the funny thing about when I moved here is all I knew about Arizona was PE wrote a song about y'all and y'all took too long to have the Martin Luther King holiday. But then when me and my wife got here, one of the first things we did was we went to a Martin Luther King parade, and there was nothing but white people there, and it ble- and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, "Well, if y'all- How year was this, uh, Three years ago,
1: oh, yeah. that's like the ending of it. Before you wouldn't even see no white people there. It would be so. There was a time I used when- to didn't even like going to the King parade after a while because it would be riots. Like we was on CNN at a time, man, before Martin Luther King Day. Holiday. White people,
0: white people were that angry against a holiday, a day off. <laughs> yeah." Has anybody ever considered that, how crazy that is? A motherfucker's trying to give you a day off, and they want to fight
1: That's crazy, man. It's just the country. I can go on and on. I don't even want to get into that, man. It's just We can skip it. It's heavy.
0: It's heavy. You um, see what I got
1: on today, man. You see what I'm Yeah, doing.
0: I appreciate that. The Black Panthers. Yeah, that's real shit. And I appreciate everybody. Um That was one of the surprises when I moved here, because looking at the numbers, I said, man, this is a huge hip-hop market. But then, when you break down the percentage of black people, you know it's it's not as much percentage as other places. So then, there's just not as much momentum for some things. When as I a,
1: jumped in, when I jumped into the game out here, I, I I don't know why because when I followed it back in the Iraq days and the bookie days, yeah, I thought like this is there's going to be a lot of black people out here, but it isn't. Right, like, right. It's, it's very scarce. I mean, yeah. for the ones that are making it and, and every day working at it, you know, what I'm saying yeah. that's the ones I'm talking about, not yeah. the. Not the hobbyists, but yeah, yeah, the ones yeah. that are really doing this shit. yeah, yeah. It's really scarce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Especially for the music I do, if you want to call it boom bap or whatever. You know, there's not a lot of black guys out here that do it well. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, nah. not even white guys do it well, man. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, especially not them.
1: Shit,
0: man. Shout out to Jake though Jake makes some Banging beats What does Jake Make his beats on Do we know that Do you know I don't know Jake PC can type it in Type it in, in the comment Tell us what you Make beats on Is he, is he tuning in right now Oh yeah Jake's been Watching this What it, it do Jake He loves the go to White boy quote he, I think Jake he's, is out
1: here Working man He out here trying to Work with every Great artist And he's about to With me
0: That's great That's great Now I appreciate we, we got That y'all connected coming out, boy. Y'all's music sounds great I feel like y'all Are a great combination Together And I, I think till
1: you hear we, till you hear Some new hear shit I promise it's gonna slap everybody in the face this year.
0: I now you did the man. classic thing that a that a lyricist in your position would do. You went and got a collaboration with one of the premier lyricists of the whole West Coast, Ras Raskaz. Raskaz, yeah. Man. How did Shout you make? Out. How did you make that happen? You reached out. What, what
1: happened uh, with that? Give us a story on that. The guy who produced the beat, which is C One, he's another one of my. Favorite producers from out of Compton, California, migrated out here. Long story short, he threw me at oop, man. Me and him got a, a project coming. I know you see all the songs I'm dropping. That's, yeah, that's mainly C ones. Okay, that's all C ones beats. Okay, and he got he from Scandalous, you know Scandalous Records, back in the High C and the uh, you know the Tony yeah. Eight days. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. That's but, what's uh,
0: up. Yeah, that
1: that dude right there,
0: man. Well, he um, did you have a good experience working with him? He shipped in the verse and everything worked out all right, because um. Yeah, he, like I he's said, a legend. You know, he's a legendary status. You know, he, he
1: shot the verse quick. I did, I did the verse, <laughs> went out there and shot the video. He was a very, very cool ass dude, man. You know, very professional, down yeah. to earth. Yeah, one of my favorite lyricists of all time, guaranteed in my top five, guaranteed. Yeah, well,
0: he's a lyricist, lyricist. These no are all dreams
1: it. come. These are dreams coming true. Dreams coming to life. I want to and, state and, that and too. Quickly,
0: quickly for Dead you. Dead ass quickly. serious. I
1: never thought I'd be working with a Tash or a Roscoe. These are guys I grew up on. Yeah, it's it's very humbling that they think I'm cool enough to even be in this, man. You know.
0: Well, man, I think you're. I think you're a part of new uh, a new wave. I think um hip hop is big enough now, and we've grown enough to know that there's a lot of different kinds of hip hop, and it's not like. One fades out or falls off It's just whoever's got the attention at the time And there's a lot of room And there's a room for everybody Griselda has brought back the boom bap sound hard And I think the more some people go trap There's a, there's another whole market that wants to go boom bap The more uh, some people go one way There's another group of people that want to go the other way And I think there's plenty of money And plenty of room Plays, for everybody
1: I feel like the boom bap thing I think just real real lyrics Real lyricism is coming back. Sure. I I don't think it ever left. I think it just took a break. You know, but even the young cats right now are knowing that. Rolling joints like it's
0: 87. What do you know about rolling joints in 87? You had to have a, you had to have a a record cover (laughs) and you had to, you had to, uh, you had to get the weed all broken up. And then if you tap the record cover, the seeds. Would we'll, we'll fall out. We'll Would fall to the bottom. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Funny. I was rolling some bullshit. I wasn't even smoking big weed in '87, and I'm old as a hill. So I, I, I wasn't
1: smoking shit,
0: man. Yeah. yeah, I know. You was barely born. I was about was, four years yeah, old. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But
1: you know, I came out the womb, reciting Run DMC and Beastie Boys, man. So oh, my hip hop DNA man. goes back.
0: It goes That's back to the day thing. I was born, man. Who turned did your uh, Who turned did, did your mom or your or your or you have an uncle or older yeah, brother? Yeah, who turned you on to hip hop. My uncle Booby, man, he turned me on to Uncle uh, Booby. Peace, yeah. him. yeah.
1: Uncle Booby, man, uh, his favorite group was Run DMC, Public Enemy, Beastie Boys, DJ Hurricane, right. things like that. Okay, you know, I used to ask him all kind of questions. You used to see posters on the wall of all these guys. That's right, Gangstar, things like this. Nice, and, you know nice i just stayed with me my whole life mom used to bump too short back in the day man you
0: know well that's big man your mom bumped too short and your yeah. uncle loved the east coast i i all that is great great my great, uncle was great. in the
1: marines he was from japan he went to japan okay so, so that's how he got that
0: worldwide hip-hop he got it all from around the globe that's yeah, cool man. that's cool as shit yeah i appreciate that i appreciate the uncles older brothers parents siblings whoever turns these artists on to hip-hop because when i by the time i'm speaking to you you know, you you sound like you have a master degree at your craft and your songs are excellent. And I'm just happy for whoever started that turned you on to hip hop. You know, I, I really appreciate that person. Shout out to my mom and, and my, my uncles and two right there. Yeah, Your mom and your uncles and going to a uh, going to your girlfriend's cookout is tough. If in a Latin family see <laughs> do you know I, I i tell you this one time i was dating uh i was dating a girl in greenville south carolina and and i went to her family cookout and she had uncles and i was the only white guy there black and uh, uh black, yes like your black family i was the only white guy there and uh most everybody was very cordial especially the women i think there was there was one they all respected her enough not to really fuck with me. You know what I mean? But one uncle got a little drunk and started laughing and giving me a little shit. But, you know, Joking. you just, yeah, you just smile and take That's it.
1: That's the South way. That's how people from the South do.
0: They break you in to see what you can take to see where you, they check your temperature. My like stepdad is white and he's a police officer and wow. he's a cowboy. Whoa. So
1: those are three things that <laughs> black people really don't. fuck you know with. Yeah. What I mean? stepdad. I'm
0: a so, stepdad. So break that yeah. down. He,
1: he How's your relationship
0: way. with your stepdad? I love
1: him. when I was a. Uh, When I was growing up, we had our differences. You know, I was a young teen growing up in the streets, fucking around, in and out of jail. But being a man and a grown-ass man like I am now, I respect him and I love him. And I'm grateful that he came in my life and, like, tried to help me out, at least at that time. Man, that's a beautiful thing.
0: I appreciate you saying that. I hope uh, me and my stepson have had uh, a great time, a big breakthrough lately, and we're we're getting along very much. How old is he? He's, he's 21 now, getting ready to be 22.
1: That was about the, the time where me and him really started getting along.
0: I think it's when, I think, I think when you're a teenager now, you know, in, in, in my stepson lost his father to cancer. So mm. there's a lot of heaviness that goes along more than just someone leaving. There's, you know, someone was taken from him. And, um, you know, in that situation, there's, there's some guilt even with just digging me at all because you feel like if I'm digging this guy, I'm not being true to my father. You know what I mean? From his perspective, I try to understand. Yeah, but we're doing you. great. We are, we, we're getting along great. But I appreciate everybody that is a, either had a stepdad or is a stepdad. And I try to learn from everybody's relationships uh, right I've now. Never had a dad. Right know? now, we're doing yeah. good. Yeah, well, you know, in the, hey, I was. it's not easy having a white dad. I had one of those. Whoa, it's I not did,
1: easy. I didn't have a police it's a, it's officer. It's a culture shock. It's really cultural. Shock.
0: And the police, the police officer thing is another whole thing because I knew – we didn't get along at all when I was a teenager. I've said, well, you, were, you were running the streets and he was the law. But I used to take his vest to school. Whoa. Like, I'm a cool Whoa. guy I like Whoa. The bullet I'm one? With, the bulletproof yeah. one? Whoa. You stupid could get federal shit. time for yeah, that in stupid. Virginia. Is that the same way out here? Stupid. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. But, yeah, well, yeah. he was a cop, you know, and he loved your mom. Good thing for, <laughs> good thing yeah. for you. He loved yeah. your mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that's good to hear that all, that all worked out and you could navigate that. And I'm sure that gave you Perspective into other white people, maybe you know. Yeah. Do, you, do you think growing up under him, you maybe know how to deal with with white people better than some other people? I understand them a lot more. Sure, I do. You have I, an inside perspective, right? Yeah, definitely. It's
1: it's different cultures, two totally different cultures. He yeah. adapted very well, though, man. He collard greens, he, <laughs> you know, he, he he just like us. Well, he they're, they're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. they, they, they gained are a lot good. of weight
1: over time. He knows. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he got a sharp perspective on black folks. As
0: well. Too. You start, you know, you start.
1: Especially being the police, I, I, I kind of want to tap into his mind sometimes, but sometimes there's things that we can't talk about. You right. You know what
0: I mean? Right. It's just too just, heavy. Yeah. Because
1: too- he, li- he lives in a black and white world and he doesn't, you know, he thinks it's either good or evil.
0: Right. He doesn't recognize, like, right. sometimes this dude
1: got to do evil to, sometimes yeah. he got to some good can
0: come from the way we started the, some, yeah. sometimes good can come from a robbery sometimes you know? he
1: stole he stole that to feed his family right that's the part he doesn't realize sometimes no he did something bad he could have when he got it. he doesn't realize Tell it him the, moment. the lion
0: know? the lion has to kill the elk to feed her family now she's either gotta be a killer or neglect her family which one would you choose her to do and that's that's the way I look at some people in this life are pushed to unfortunate situations where it's similar survival to that mode. survival and when it's hard for me to judge people in that hard, intense of a survival mode, because I've never had to live in that intense of a survival mode. So, but you know, I think police officers are unfortunately are brainwashed to a certain extent in the academy and just in the in the community. That Very much. In. To where they're, you're kind of forced to believe a certain way. And if you don't believe a certain way, you're probably not going to get along, you know? So, yeah. and they probably weed the guys out. If you ever see Serpico or movies like that, if the guys could be snitching and telling on them the whole time about doing shit wrong or not having the right attitude about things, they're going to get rid of that guy. They're not going to yeah. go to work every day with that guy. And the police is the police. That's what it is. But I'm glad that y'all could navigate y'all's relationship through all that. Cause there's a lot, I mean, you know, there's a lot in that relationship between bro, that, you and him. To, to bro, a lot of obstacles. If y'all overcame it, I'm happy for you.
1: It's hard. Like, it's hard to even watch the news when, like, he's next to me because, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. The protests,
0: the BLM, you know, we, you know, my wife has a gang of white friends, a gaggle of white people, and I love them to death. But sometimes they say the darndest things. Like, we were hanging out with them the other day and, uh, they, they were talking that they didn't like this person. Uh, it was an ex-teacher of Ayers at the, at the elementary school. And she said, Oh, uh, we found out she was BLM and then they thought about who they were talking to. And white people do this around me all the time. The little self corrections, like, Oh shit, I just said that in front of him, Yeah. Because then they realize, like, they remember, they go back and remember my Facebook and they're like, Oh shit, he has black friends. He, you know, I'm actually, I consider myself a associate, if not a friend with Philae. Uh, you know who's being prosecuted by the state of Arizona for protesting? So, uh, so I, I talking
1: about the artist? Yes. What he's he,
0: he went to protest and he's facing felony charges for for uh, charges that he got from a legal protest. He didn't do anything wrong, but because. You know, like the kind of shit where they tell you to go. And if you don't go, then it's felony trespassing or whatever. He got those kind of charges and he's still fighting them to this day with the state of Arizona. So I do have friends that are involved in protests. I am on the side of the protesters. I am on the side of people not being killed for minor offenses. But she looked at me and they realized that. And she said, oh, no, uh, she's with the bad BLM. What? I don't even know what that means, and so, but you know, it's a. I di- really don't. It's a dinner party. I don't take the time to have those kind of conversations with people in a polite dinner party. So we just kept it moving and moved on. I'm kind of
1: in between with the Black Lives Matter, anyway.
0: Man. You never know. You know, like people want to say, "Where's all that money going to?" and "What's going on?" You know, you don't. You need to know the inner workings. I don't give to many big charities because most of the time they're full You know who shit. started the Black Lives Matter? Uh, I thought it was three black ladies. Is what they tell me. I don't I'm know. hearing it's two white lesbians. I, I wouldn't disagree, I don't know, I don't know I don't know well this that's why I don't just follow trends, man I, that's why I, I never don't joined hop on a no train well too i quick. never i never joined I never wanted to hijack anybody's black movement that's why I never joined the nation of God's nurse, and I never some things I just don't do you know. I, I, I st- all that man. I stay I, out of black barbershops. I figure black people need some things that are just theirs. You know, I I don't want to invade everywhere. If I'm invited, I'll come over, but I'm just not gonna show up and invade everywhere. I'm no yeah. I'm no uh I'm no uh I'm no conquistador. I'm not that's not I don't
1: me. I feel I remember in the uh, penitentiary, there was a white guy that was hanging around all the Islamic cats. And we was having little meetings and stuff. You know, it was just all the black people in general. Well,
0: I've heard some people go Muslim to to, to have a team to get away from the drama in I felt in jail. like that's what he
1: was trying to do. And the black people was like, nah,
0: you can't. no,"
1: Because they felt like it was going to start some bullshit, I guess. Right. And they know he's only there for At the it.
0: end of the day, it's just easier if everybody plays their side in jail, right? And At the end of the day, mind your own business. Right. That's
1: the biggest misconception about jail that you're going I guess there, I need to talk to one of the
0: Aryan Nation. I want to be like, well, can." Can I just sit over here or do I have to actively like hate black people out loud? Can I just sit here? Like if I can just sit here, you but then just... I feel like they're going to have me on missions and shit, like picking nah, bo- so. plucking boogers at black guys and getting in fights and shit. I'm not trying to do so. all that. They know who. What did you say? You said BET. You mentioned this has been the most mind blowing yeah. thing to me. That in the was a Mexican interview. thing.
1: That was a Mexican thing, actually. Where the, Mexicans, was like, you can't the Mexicans watch can't BET. watch BET. When I was there, they couldn't get no lineups. They can watch, no watch BET. The white people can watch BET. They
0: couldn't get no lineups. They couldn't. Uh, they couldn't so, even but listen yeah, to the radio. Aren't the, the TVs radio. in a big room like we're in a big living no, room? Not in a penitentiary. Oh, you can't yeah. have your own TV. Any room, okay. Yeah. So wait a minute. So so, a, so a, a brother walks by my pod and sees me watching BET, and he will stop and tell me to turn that shit off, or go come beat me up.
1: Yeah, but the way the way I've seen it done, <laughs> they'll walk by and be like.
0: Oh, so you don't Ten even know you You getting, hey, getting beat up, and you don't <laughs> yeah. even know why. Oh, shit. Man, <laughs> I am not up, doing man. any crime. I'm staying the fuck out of there. Bro, uh, man, that was the weirdest that sounds experience crazy, I ever had. Jail Wouldn't is a special
1: place, man. I seen... Man, I, uh, want to t- I don't want to go there,
0: uh. See, right, uh man. You can see me talking about... I go to jail. I'm going to have to talk about uh, 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 Leonard Skinner. I'll be like, yeah, man. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, I... I'm just in here for a few months, buddy. I don't know, man. I don't know, I got know, wild all time. When they try to get me to hate black people, i just be over there like, I don't know, man. I, they wild. I don't know, man. I got, I don't, don't get me
1: wrong. I got along. like I said, the most important thing to do is mind your own business. I got along yeah. with a lot of white people that dug, like, I could tell on the outs, like, you, you deal with black people. Right, you know, right. Like, but you they got to know how to act. They know how to the conduct their yeah. show. I'll like, still play ball with them. We'll still play cards, exchange CDs, but, you know, too tough on the hanging out, sitting on my bed, we chopping it up too much, that might not go on. Yeah, wow. You
0: know I mean? Okay, all right. Well, it's good to know. Good lessons. Just in case I get caught out there, just in case something happens, I need to know the rules, and I appreciate you helping me, Tate The Crown. Stories from the <laughs> pen. Uh, but and we we had all that talk, and I didn't even ask you what you did. So that's how I mind my business. Minding my business, I tell white people all the time is the number one rule of life. If you mind your business, you can you you can wipe away a lot of the other rules because minding your business will help you keep you out of a I, lot I of situations. Nothing,
1: I didn't do nothing drastic. I mean, you know, I just got caught up on
0: some. No, it's shit. okay. We don't have to talk about it. I'd yeah. rather not. That's your business, and you're out now. You're free. You you beyond that. And I'm no Vlad. At the end of the day, I'm no Vlad. Uh, you you paid your time. I can't, I can't incriminate far, me, myself, baby. I'm it's, good. As far as as far as I'm concerned, you paid your debt to society, and it's not even worth mentioning. I do like the gems and the info you shared, uh. So I know how to act accordingly, uh. When I go up in there, it's almost so, time for us to get out of here. If there's anything mm-hmm. you want to see change in life, or about the Phoenix hip hop scene, or about surprise Arizona, what would you change tomorrow if you could snap your fingers like that and it would change the world? Shit,
1: man. If I could change anything, it would be the unification of our our scene out here. You know what I mean? I hear that. Stop the uh, you know the crab in the barrel mentality. I hear that. You know, congratulate each other. You know, it only takes two seconds to share each other's music. I hear and It's that. free. You yeah. know, you really don't, you know, you're not doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And people, yeah. you know, artists, I know, anybody to share is a big thing to me. If anybody shares my shows, I, I really appreciate it. I know artists always appreciate it if you share their music or turn other people on to their music. And, uh, it's so much good music out here. I'm constantly impressed. Dog, and, I and think we,
1: I think we have the one of the best states for hip hop music.
0: Man. I do. So I much agree. talent. I'd rather listen no to the cap. Arizona hip hop than than, than uh, mainstream or any other regions hip hop. Shout out to
1: Delhi one more time, man, for that two yeah. K. Yeah, game thing, man. Good, good yeah. shit, man. What's That's the news guy. on
0: that? He got his, he got his song in two K.
1: Yeah, he got it on, yeah, 2K21, I believe. 2K21. Yeah, it's actually Deli. on the, the actual soundtrack.
0: That's, That's a big deal. That is a big, big deal. Big, I didn't big, know big that. Deal. Thanks for telling me that. Yeah, man. We got Factory Nothing, yo, Westwood signing the Sony Orchard. We got Deli every day on the uh, 21 soundtrack, uh, the, the, the 21K uh, uh, music deal. So things are starting to pop off, man. We need a, We need everybody appreciation and tap in with each other. And Like you said, a share, a like, uh, just a, a minor bit of support. We can pull this thing together. Yeah, this is our community.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. This this is our community.
0: And that's what I say about supporting my show and podcast. When you support me, you support Yoke Westwood, Bruce, uh, Joseph Bills, De La Prime, Tate Crown. Uh, Not just them, the the, the younger names, the newer names, uh, Murder D., uh, the guy, uh, AVD, um, uh, GOD, going overdose entertainment from Kingman. You know, when you support me, you support all of these artists. And I, wherever I go on all these platforms, I'm taking all of my interviews with me and I'm taking everybody with me because I honestly don't know. I firmly believe and hey it's already happened Yog and Charlie and, shout and out to Yog too Yog and Charlie they just signed there's going to be more artists signed that have been on my show and as they as it happens I'm going to celebrate them I'm going to talk to all these people and we're going to big up and celebrate each and every one of y'all as you make your moves whether it's going independent and maintaining that lifestyle or getting distribution signing the bigger deals whatever you want to do with your thing we're going to help you do it and I'm taking everybody with me I want to appreciate uh, and thank Kid K for coming in I want to thank ABD for coming in I want to thank Ball and Mac and his team for coming in sitting down with CEO Just early this morning. Uh, next week, we have Denzel Davis, four-time cancer, survivor, fighter, conqueror on the show. We got he's new music coming he's got brand new music. You got music with Denzel? I love yeah, Denzel. You and him stuff. together is going to be incredible, so I can't up, wait man. to hear that uh early show next week as we have the festival taping and i will also be appearing on the hippie chronicles podcast hippie life podcast next week as well big 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 day next week thanks to everybody tuning in the show uh As always, the show will be on Facebook, YouTube tomorrow. Don't forget High Noon, Yo Westwood drops on podcasts everywhere, in your phone, in your pocket, RTU Worldwide Radio, Icon, home of quality, independent music. On behalf of myself and Tay Rock, thank you so much. This is for me? That's you, man. Before we get out of here. I know you
1: said you like the Popeye joints.
0: Look. Oh, I love the Popeye joints. We didn't even get to talk about this. You do all this? This is all your merch? Yeah, I do all this. Look at this beautiful work. Shout out to my mom. My mom loves Popeye. And and that's why I love Popeye. And that's Popeye and olive oil right there. Yeah, yeah. My mom's 80-some years old. Loves Popeye. She married a Popeye. So that's why she loves Popeye. Thank you so much for that, Tay. I really appreciate it. it, man. I love great merch. It's been my pleasure talking to Tay Rock. Kumite Jewelry. Uh, the song with rise cast. He's got a bunch of new music with uh, artists on the rise. Be on the lookout for Tay the crown. One of my shining stars would be on my cypher when I have it, but I'm not having one. Peace to the go to white friend, Jake Lockley. Thanks for checking in. And we will see y'all next week with Denzel Davis. Peace, peace and love. Jim. so much for coming to sit down with me just that oh, Joseph Bills yeah, tonight, yeah, y'all. I'm I'm to to you, right? I appreciate you, bro. With an intro, man. <laughs> you know <laughs> How you doing today, The hand for KK. side. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, Actually, yeah. My man, Joe <laughs> Yo, know, Am I saying your name right, bro? Am I saying your name right? I always like right to make Terrell, sure See, Give it up for Mikey Moscato. That dude, the and the Crawl the network let's good evening this is swerve 360 walter cronwright dan rather smoke weed and i'd just like to say thank you to each one of you now this is swerve 360 old granddad big butch the lesbian walter cronwright dan rather smoke weed Dirty Harry, Lee X the Theater. That's me, you know. And every week, right here from the beautiful Icon Radio, Respect the Underground, Worldwide Radio Studios, we bring you the mission. Now, our mission is to talk to artists and get to the root and to the seed and soil of their purpose. Their mission. That's what our mission is. And that's what we do here. Every